Welcome to the LifePurpose.com podcast. The number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose. My name is Hema Allman. And I'm Gabriel Sarah. And today's episode is about applying the compound effect to live your life's purpose. There's a time and place for variety and consistency. I remember when I first started to learn how to cook and how to create recipes and make desserts and cakes. When I first started, I was trying out so many different variations and so many different types of baking and cooking and experimenting around. And every single time it would be a completely different process until I found out what worked to create the best recipes. And then it went from having a whole bunch of different styles of doing it, different styles of baking, different styles of cooking and preparing and ingredients where it seemed chaotic at times. After I have then found out what worked, it started to become streamlined and it started to become very focused and very narrowed down. And the, va the variety all of a sudden was gone and I just needed to do the same thing over and over again to create the best recipes and the best cakes and the best food. And then I went from having a hundred list on the shopping ingredient list to ha having 10 ingredients. And I went from having so many things to having only a few key ingredients that actually promised the best outcome. And that same story applies for how we live our life and how satisfied we are with our lives. There is a time in our lives, which usually happens when we are younger, where there is chaos. There is a lot of variety and we try things out and we go from one idea to the other idea and we may be doing a whole bunch of different things without being focused. And it may seem like we are all over the place, but that too has a purpose. And it's the soul gathering the right keys and the right information, the right recipes for what actually works. And that's how the purpose of chaos is actually to create a greater order. Yeah. And I turned 30 years this year and I can so clearly see how the last 10 years of my life, more than 10 years of my life, were guiding me through the variety, through the opposite of being focused, the opposite of being disciplined, the opposite of having um, a consistency in my life. But in that part of my life where I experienced a lot of variety and uncertainty and I was doing a whole lot of different things in my life, I can now see the purpose of that because in that time I was able to gather the key ingredients for my life that actually work. And now as I turn 30, I realize a huge major shift to now it's about consistently using the ingredients that work over and over and over again. It's no more about trying out different things. It's no more about searching and waiting for answers. It's no more about experimenting this stage of my life is gone now. I had 10, 15 years or longer to experiment and to try things out. But now it's about using the keys from that time and to use these keys over and over again. I have a question for you now, because before we started recording and you were drinking like a cow, you were saying like, wow, how everything in your life at this stage is about consistency and you said something very very important i don't know if you can remember this but you said never have i ever before in this lifetime experienced the power of compounding results of compounding returns why did you say that because that's just how it is because now at this stage of my life i can clearly see and i firsthand experience how the things that I have been doing over and over and over and over again, they're now creating powerful results. 
So you're saying that you're now having success with certain key actions that you're doing. That I have been doing for a while without necessarily seeing results immediately. Right. But now I can witness how all of a sudden there was a compound effect almost overnight where just like the bamboo tree, the bamboo tree grows, sorry, the bamboo tree does not grow for about five years. It does all the development in the root before it shoots out of the soil. And you only see it actually grow after five years. So that's also what I am talking about. I'm talking about now at this stage, I see how things that we have been doing for a while now, weeks and months, mm -hmm. even years, mm -hmm. where we were thinking, oh my God, is, is this going to get us anywhere? Is this going to give us any results? There was a turning point in the, in the last weeks or months or so where I was like amazed by the results that have come to life all of a sudden. Now, are you saying this specifically for just your life purpose or are you saying this for every category of your life? For a few different categories of my life. Can you name what things you've been doing over and over again that now you're seeing the results of this compound effect in action? Yeah, I mean, a great example is the website, lifepurpose.com. Lifepurpose.com has been a project that we have been working on for the last three and four years. And in the beginning, it's like nothing is really happening. It was so slow and there was no real result, but I kept sticking to it and I continued to go back to it and nourish it and nurture it and water it, where all of a sudden this year, where you and I um, specifically really focused on the website, where we're seeing the growth, we're seeing the traction. Yeah, just to make that clear, you obviously are aware that the reason why you weren't seeing traction is because I had to take off a lot of time to focus on trading. And now that I shifted my energy and attention back onto LifeRivers.com, again, I knew how much work it would be to do all this stuff, which is why I wanted to pay someone, pay a team of people to do this, but it didn't turn out that way. So I had to do this by hand myself and hey, you know what? It's actually probably better that way because it did get done and it got done significantly faster. And much to your point about the compounding results of what we've both been doing and we've both been working on, watering this garden that is lifepurpose.com, you're now seeing the systems being built. You're now seeing the importance and the results of, for example, us using the ClickUp project management software, doing the rocks, you know, uh, working in such a way as like we have the big goals for the quarter and then we have the weekly sprints. The weekly sprints have to basically tackle the, or break, pound the rock, so to speak. You're now seeing the results of that. You're now seeing how powerful this stuff is, correct? Yeah. What are some other things that you've noticed where those little actions that you've taken have compounded over time to become like a now huge result, whether it's through life purpose or whether it's your personal life? Our personal relationship and how it has transformed just within a year's time to where we were last year to where we are now completely different. And I don't want to get into my personal life too much, but the compounding effects of doing our daily meditations, for example, and um, really giving blessings on a daily basis to our relationship and nourishing what we have, I see that compounding and I see the results that come from that and the level of how well we work together and how much we trust each other and um, how much greater we have come to understand each other and work together as a true team and the results that come from that. This is just one example, but also other examples of how I feel with myself and um, just the momentum that I feel internally about our lives. I think that's very important to highlight and to expand on 
what you feel internally. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned before several times that since meeting me, you really started to embrace more discipline and structure and routine. Whereas before I was like so hardcore that, but I wasn't enough in the variety and allowing myself to flow, quote unquote flow. And there comes a point where you do have to find that balance point so that way you can do this sustainably long-term because to be one extreme and one and the other extreme, it's not going to be good. You've seen the comp the supposed compounding effect of having so much variety and not sticking to one thing long enough to see the results. That's a compound effect, basically. And like how you were saying when you were in your early 20s, how, you know, maybe one week you had this career aspiration then another week you had that career aspiration and then another week you had this aspiration versus now you're pretty much set and you know what no i'm here to do lifepurpose.com this is the only thing that i'm here to do this is where my energy has to go and you focus deeply in on that one thing that's your purpose that is the reason why you were born that is the purpose of your life is to water lifepurpose.com and now you're seeing how doing this every single day, week in and week out, even if it's just one or two things a day, notice how much it compounds. And you were saying something very profound about the podcast and how you were saying that you remember when we first uploaded the first couple of episodes. Can you, can you remember that? And can you share that story? Yeah. I remember when you showed me the analytics of the podcast after... We had posted two episodes and you said, hey, look, Hema, it's not even, it, ha it hasn't even been two days and we already have nine downloads. I thought you said four downloads. Four downloads or nine downloads. X number of downloads. Yeah, it was less than 10 downloads in a matter of less than 24 hours or something like that. Mm -hmm. I remember that day you showed me the analytics and now I think not even two months later, we're almost going to do a thousand downloads this month. It's now, we're now at four digits where before it was a single digit. In less, in about two months, this is very, this is, this is powerful. This is powerful. But also I want to say don't attach to the numbers because they can change at any time. Just focus on the habit. Yes. And this is another aspect that I am seeing firsthand now. I remember... Um, two or three years ago, you were reading a lot of books in a very short amount of time. You were reading, you were instructed to read key pieces of books um, to prepare us for the next stages of our lives. And one of the most uh, significant books that you have read, and you have given me the summary of that, was The Power of Habit. No, the the Atomic Habit. The Atomic Habit. By James Clear. Right. So this is one book that um, I'm always going to remember. Uh, the power, the, the Atomic Habit book. That's like one of the greatest books, by the way. But also The Compound Effect. These two books, The Atomic Habits and The Compound Effect. You were reading these two books about three or four years ago. And when you gave me the summary of these books, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sounds interesting. But I didn't put more thought into that. I kind of, I, I heard about it, but then I kind of put it to the side and didn't think about it too much. But we have revisited and I have revisited going back to the concepts and the teachings of this book. And now, especially this year, I'm seeing that what they're are teaching and what they are explaining in these books is actually the truth. And that your life is truly the result of your consistent habits and your consistent habits, they're going to create a result and they're going to create compounding results. And this is, this is what we're speaking about. Yeah. And just to expand on that in a little bit more detail, the compound effect for those of you that are not aware, it's basically a principle that states that when you do any sort of activity, you, whether you invest your money or whether you have a certain habit, whether it's destructive or constructive. At first, when you first do it, it doesn't seem like a lot is happening. In fact, it seems like very little to nothing is happening. Mm. And that could happen for the first 12 months of the journey. 
But then the compound effect starts to take place around, I think from what I remember, after the 12th month, it becomes more noticeable at the 18th month. And in the case of investing, it takes a couple of years before it becomes really, really obvious. But it's those little things that you do on a day-to-day basis over time that is going to have an extraordinary result and it is going to impact and shape your life. When we were in Japan and we were stuck at the airport because there was a hurricane or tsunami or something like this, and we were stuck in the Osaka thing for a couple of days, do you remember? We were, we were sleeping on the floor at the airport. Our food, our main food source was McDonald's. It was crazy. And I was going through that book from James Clear the Atomic Habits. And like that was a game-changing book for me. I knew the importance of habits and, and being consistent, but this really put it into perspective. This with the Compound Effect book. And we started to see this. I think we started to really see this this year because we made it a non-negotiable. There was, there's no other way. We have specific goals that we are now so stubborn to to manifest we have we're like so laser focused now at this stage that the why has become so important for us why are we doing what we're doing with lifepurpose.com why do we desire the life that we want why do we desire to make the impact we want to make why do we desire to build this as a business the why has become so strong that the how now supports it. And the how is the habits. The how is the consistency. The how is the compounding result of our everyday actions. And, you know, in the case of that podcast, the, the lifepurpose.com podcast, this podcast, yeah, of course, I was like, I was surprised that in the first two three days there was actually downloads to the podcast i i i'm no offense i thought we would literally have no downloads for at least like six months and even then we would have like single digit downloads after this just because there's so many other people talking about the life purpose subject on the market and because it didn't seem like we were so clear on what the vision was but the fact that two months later we're going to we're on track to basically break a thousand downloads this month is unbelievable and i'm telling you this from this place because i have had several experiences with doing youtube channels and building youtube channels and i remember how frustrating it was in the beginning to post up all this content and be very aimless have the variety mindset the fact that in less than two months to be on track to break a thousand downloads in a month for a podcast where you're still in the tweaking of what life purpose is, the keywords and everything is a very strong indicator of the success of where this thing can go. And it's very exciting to support you in this, in this endeavor, in this journey. We have been focusing on building this as a business not Hama Almond becoming an influencer. And the psychology of that and how we operate, lifepurpose.com, I believe makes all the difference. And when you say, I have a business, I am a business owner, it is a completely different psychology than from someone that says, I do YouTube or I do a podcast because it's fun, because it's a hobby. Yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I believe, I believe everything really shifted and we started to see the compounding results is when the both of us, we just lasered down on the path and we said, this is something that we are committed to. And we put everything off the table. There was no more half-assing it. And I noticed the driving force behind everything that we have been building and creating started to come when I was when I was ready to fully commit to this path and when I was putting everything off the table. 
please let's stop there and let me ask you when was this specific moment that specific moment for me was how do i how do i put this into words it's my inner calling was saying there is no other way Hema. let's hold on a second so let me let me ask you this then was like was there a specific time frame? Was this last year, two years ago, this year, a specific context where you were saying like, no more, this has got to happen. I can't keep jumping from one thing to the other. Yes. Yes. It's a mix. It's a mix of all of it. It's, it's me getting so being so done with certain realities that I have been living in being so done with, um, certain patterns of my life and being so done with living a certain way of my life over and over where I say no more. I got to get myself out of this onto the next level, onto the next timeline of my life. And I got, I got to get myself, I got to get ourselves, we got to get ourselves out of a current reality because we know we deserve so much more. Because we know we are capable of so much more. Because we know it's time to embrace the next fullest potential of what we are capable of. And it was, for me, an internal knowing that it is time. It is time to embrace your bigness. It is time to step into your greatness. It is time to own your potential. It is time to stop playing it small. It is time to stop saying maybe. It is time to stop postponing it is time to um just cut the shit and get laser focused and embrace the path that you came here to take and again just to be very clear about this was this last year was this this year was this a specific it has experience it has i have always felt this for the last two three years but i was busy doing other things in the last years that had a priority and that was clearing out my own shadows, my childhood traumas and ancestral burdens. And I had to do a lot of clearing and healing work in my bloodline, in my ancestral line to be able to be now at this stage where I can be laser focused. I don't know if that makes sense. That makes, that makes absolute sense. Because everything that we were doing the last years even though it may have looked like that we went off our path, actually brought us back to where we are now. There's a book right now that I'm listening to. It's called 12 Months to a Million Dollars by Ryan Moran, I think his name is. And this book is basically about entrepreneurship and how to take a startup and turn it into a seven-figure business within a year by selling physical products. One of the key things that this entrepreneur is saying is that before you start a business, before you do the actual building of the business, the very first thing that you must do is work on your psychology. So I can see how in the last five years, we both had to work on our psychology. It would be the equivalent of you're trying to build a house and you don't even have a blueprint of how you're going to build a house. You're just literally like, let me just get the parts. Well, how many parts do you need? I don't know. Let's just say 20 pieces of wood. Or let's just say we need X, Y, and Z things. That's not going to work. And I think that that's what you were doing before when you were talking about your how you would uh, express your creativity with food. You mentioned going to the grocery store and getting many things from the grocery store to then narrowing it down, narrowing it down, narrowing it down, when it actually would have just been much simpler, much more logical for you to write down a list and then make notes of it. And this is what I was telling you, and this is the importance of why I was telling you with the way that you're marketing the podcast. You are repeating the same process, essentially. Yeah. With cooking you're just applying that to the podcast okay what's going to work but i'm telling you you're going to actually save yourself a lot more time and be much more efficient if you literally just write down your list and you stick to that list of what's working over and over and over again and you split test what works what doesn't work it's the same thing with business it's the same thing with our psychology so 
This book is talking about working with your psychology. In the last five years, you were saying that instead of working on lifepurpose.com, while that was a major focus for you, you were also focused on clearing out your emotional baggage, working on your psychology, working on your, working on your inner state. How much easier is it now to build a business, to work on lifepurpose.com, to work on your life purpose now that you're not bogged down by self-sabotage, by feeling small, by childhood traumas, by ancestral traumas, by any other type of traumas or incidents in your lifetime or in unknown lifetimes that are that wouldn't have been otherwise like chains to prevent you from moving forward in your life. And so that has a compounding result, a compounding effect. I remember as well when I was trading and I remember we went to the lake last year and we were paddle boarding. I was paddle boarding for the first time. And I told you like, yeah, like I know what we have to do for life purpose, but I got to get through this trading thing. You know, maybe you didn't understand that, but I did and I understood like, hey, we need this skill for life. So it takes time to develop this skill. It takes time to develop these things. And then I told you there was a time where it's like, hey, we got to go back to lifepurpose.com. And that was at the turn of this year. And while it may have been slow the first half of the year, the second half of the year, it picked up exponentially. And we had to make some decisions. We had to be able to let go of the money that we already invested, the money that you invested into the website. We had to let go of those things. We had to be able to say, okay, this is what it is. We did the best we could with this. Now let's move forward. Now imagine had you been attached to all the money that you had spent because you're thinking, oh, I spent all this money on this stuff versus letting it go and starting over. And now you see the result of where we are. Had you held on, we would not have had the compounding returns that we're having now. It would have been significantly difficult. It would have been like moving around with those chains. Now, I've got a question for you is, from podcast episode one to podcast episode now, what other changes have you noticed within yourself or in the outer world or with lifepurpose.com that you have noticed as a result of this compound effect? Please repeat your question. What are some other things that you've been doing on a consistent basis that have now been compounding where it's been obvious to you? The certainty I have about my life, my future, what we're doing, and the stillness and the inner peace I have in regards to many areas of my life. And it's just like a divine flow now that is coming through in every area of my life. And it's a streamline, it's a laser focus, it's a conviction. Now, let me ask you this. Why do you say or why do you think this topic is important enough to speak about on the LifePurpose.com podcast? Why is this important for our big ones to know? Why is what exactly important to know? Why is the atomic habit, why is the compound effect the subject of today's podcast episode. Why is that important enough to speak about today? Why must the big ones know about this specific me, this wisdom, this insight that you have gained? For everyone who is sincere about having specific results in their life, whether the result is happiness or peace of mind or prosperity or fulfillment, that result comes by you developing the right habits and doing the same things over and over again, which will lead automatically to fulfillment, to inner peace, to success, to victory. That's all it is. Why is the compound effect so important for someone to live their life purpose? Why do they need this compound effect? Why do they need atomic habits? The compound effect is significant for everyone to know about and to hear about because you may, you may be thinking to yourself, oh, I am already doing all these powerful habits and I'm already having such a, uh, such a great routine and I'm meditating and I am grateful and I am working on my body and working on my psychology, but I don't really see results. 
if you have just started out or if you were still in the first 12 months of experiencing the results of a powerful habit, you need to know that you need to keep going because you may not see any results after a few months or after a few tries, but the compound effect will become very noticeable and visible the longer you're in it and the longer you do it. So don't get discouraged when you don't have specific results that you're aiming for. Don't focus on the result or on the outcome, but focus on practicing your empowering habit over and over again, because that's going to lead to a compounding result that you can not even fathom as of right now. And this is also a big shift that I needed to make. I needed to move away and let go of the instant satisfaction and change that instant satisfaction, replace it with the compounding effects of having a consistent routine and doing things over and over again without seeing any results, but being committed to doing these things over and over again with the trust and the faith and the knowing that it's going to lead to something unfathomable and unimaginable. And it's going to require you to say goodbye to the immediate gratification of the senses. But it's like you can choose between having a tiny piece of the big cake versus having an entire cake for yourself in the future or in some time from now on. At lifepurpose.com, it is our purpose to support, guide, and empower you, the big ones, in living your life's purpose. To receive powerful daily meditations and mentoring for your life's purpose, join our premium membership and claim your seven-day free trial by clicking the link in the description or visit lifepurpose.com directly. And now back to the episode. What I am getting from this and what I have learned from this experience and in the last few years, there's been several things that I've done where I've done consistently enough to see progress in it. And I do believe at this stage that it is essential to live your purpose as a habit. And I think that that is also essential that to have a purpose, to have a purpose that you're absolutely like in love with or you enjoy or you feel a strong desire for that keeps you engaged for a long period of time. I've noticed that in the Western world in particular, I grew up in the United States from New York City. I have noticed that the mindset of the Western world is instant gratification versus delayed gratification. There have been some uh, research studies where the ones that can delay gratification are more likely to have long-term success or to have success because they can go through those hurdles where there's no result, there's no outcome that they see instantly. And I think that that's also why with New Year's resolutions for the gym, for fitness, a lot of people fail to reach their fitness goals because it is not a two-week process to get six-pack abs, it's more like a two-year process. Right. Fall in love with the process. This is also very important in, in relation to what we're speaking about, the habits and the compounding effect. Hold on. Let me finish what I was going to say here with the Western world thing. The Western world emphasizes instant gratification and emphasizes right here, right now. I think that that is a recipe for disaster. Because if you are concerned with how can I make some money right now, you're going to miss out on the long name versus if you take the psychology or the philosophy, this is my life purpose. This is for my life. I'm doing this every single day because this is my purpose in life. That's the difference, I think, between short-term vision and long-term success. Japanese companies 
that are over 100 years old, they're called Shanises. When the founders of these companies started these companies, they started with that philosophy in mind. We're going to build this company so that it not only takes care of us, it takes care of our grandkids, our great-grandkids, those that come after us. And some Japanese companies have been able to be in business for over a thousand years. Versus in the Western world, it's, it's a big deal if a company is around for 20, 30, 40 years. That's a huge difference. So what I'm saying with this is, to wrap this up before we go on to what you were going to say, is I would strongly suggest, and I think at this stage it is essential, to always have a fall in love with the process approach as opposed to look for the end result approach. So don't look for the result. Don't be like, I'm going to stop when I have 15,000 downloads a month. Look at this as, I'm going to do this every single day with as much love in my heart mm. until it's my time to go. Please go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, for me, one of the biggest habits that I have developed is developing the attitude of doing my my daily acts and my daily rituals and my daily work with as much love that I have in my heart and to stop rushing things and to just pour forth great love with every post, with every piece of content and to allow the beautiful process to unfold as it needs to. I will say from my side, because I can observe you I can say from my side, and, and by the way, I trust that you know this. I am incredibly proud of you. I do my best to tell you this as often as possible, but truly I do mean this. You went from being a person that embraced lots of variety, no plan, no form of discipline in terms of like execution. You go to the gym when you feel like it, whatever hour you felt like it, very inconsistent to now you're like, you're very consistent. You're very consistent, you're very focused. It's incredibly attractive, number one. But number two is that I believe is- You find that attractive. I do because, and here's why, I find that attractive because you're not, you're not waiting for someone to save you in that context. I mean, in some, in many regards, you still depend on me to, to steer the ship with life purpose. And I, I see that, I understand that, but I can't lift the weights for you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't get you to think about what is it that people want for a subscription service. That's got to come from you now. And you got to do the work too, basically. I can only do but so much work. The rest is up to you. And it's great to see that. It's great to see that you've been taking the the scrum board, the project management, the every all those things. You may not have gotten it first, yes. You may have complained about it, yes. You may have been like, I don't see the point of this, yes. But now you do. And now you understand how important it is because it keeps you focused. It keeps you focused on your goals. It's no longer you're just hoping for someone to save you and do it for you, you are now stepping into more of your power. If you choose to take on that philosophy of your God in action, you're now stepping more into your power and you're doing something about your life. I remember I had a, I had a, a girlfriend some years ago where her mom was saying something about at the beginning of the year, write down your, write down what you wish to have happen fold up the piece of paper, put it away, and then at the end of the year, look at it and see how much of it came true. And I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck is anyone going to accomplish anything that will? Like, God bless, God bless her. Oh my gosh, she's saying great. God bless her. But you're never going to get anywhere like this. But I believe a big part of the women actually getting empowered is to step into that masculine discipline into that masculine structure. And it's no longer just being in that passiveness. With the example of the lady you just said, um, write down what you wish for and then just hope for it to come true. 
right? This is very passive and it is requiring all of us, whether you are a man or a woman, if you want to regain back your power and reclaim your purpose, you got to embrace the doing part. You got to embrace being the initiator of what you wish to come true and not sitting on the sidelines, but actually going into the game and being an active contributor and active participant and making things happen. There is, I think that's so brilliant that you said this because I showed you for today's level 10 meeting, I showed you the analytics of the podcast and the number one most downloaded episode now is the episode treating your life's purpose as holy work. And in that episode, we talked about the daily consistent actions, the importance of showing up and treating your life's purpose as holy work, the importance of doing the same thing over and over and over again, because it will lead you to that success. Success leaves clues. This is what I've learned. I'm not the smartest guy, but I've learned some of these things. Success leaves clues. And if you have people that have had the results that you want, study some of their habits. It's that simple. So if, for example, someone posts, if you have a YouTuber, like there's a YouTube influencer that you really enjoy and they got to a level that you want to be at, what did they do? Do that. So if they're posting a video every day or whatever, can you model that? If, for example, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a lot of people looked up to Arnold. Or a lot of people look up to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, right? This guy is like, he's got to be in his 50s now or in his late 40s. He looks like he's in tip-top shape still. Maybe he's taking steroids. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But this guy is in tip-top shape. He's got the charisma. He's got the, all those things. What did he do? He works out almost every single day at 4 o'clock in the morning. Do that. If it's a podcaster, if it's any of these things, those are the clues. And the atomic habits thing, the compound effect thing, those are the clues. Taking care of your physical body, those are the clues. Waking up at a certain time, going to bed at a certain time, those are the clues that are going to lead you to having success. And I must emphasize this point about what you were saying, passiveness versus the activeness, the doingness, the initiation. You are correct. I do believe that we are in an era where there is a lot of passivity with people and they have very short attention spans. Whatever the case is, whatever the reason is, that's not my concern. We have to look at where our passiveness is coming from. Do we feel empowered to do something about our lives or not? Mm. Oh, can you repeat that? Do we feel empowered to do something about our lives or not. And what I've seen from you, Hema, is that you are at a stage where you're becoming more of who you truly are. And becoming more of who you truly are involves you stepping into your power, into your bigness, right? As a big one. It's the same thing for the other big ones. How do we become the big ones that we need to be? We have to embrace that power part. That power part is not being a victim, it is having the psychology, the awareness, the state of consciousness that we are the dictators of our lives. Yeah, the universe and God has a huge part to play with it, for sure. There's, I'm not denying this. But I'm saying that if you show God that you're serious about your purpose, God is going to meet you 80% of the way. Yes, and if you're serious about making changes positive, empowering changes to your lives and those around you, you're going to be supported. But you got your, you got to get moving. You got to get yourself moving. You got to take the first step. Because a body in motion will stay in motion and a body in rest will stay in rest. That's exactly right. And that's actually one of the last things that I heard actually on today's the audiobook from 12 Months to a Million by Ryan Moran. He was saying this, investors investors or money follows movement money follows movement so if you have momentum if you have momentum with your actions the money will follow the things will follow the people will follow because you have the movement you have the momentum and that's where also the saying comes from do what you love and money will follow 
do what you love, emphasizing the action part, not being passive, get something going and get it flowing so that the money eventually will just come to as a byproduct. What were some of the things that we had to do to create momentum in our lives? Number one, it started, it always starts with, and I have seen this time and time again, it starts with the time that you wake up. Yeah. You've got to start waking up at a specific time every single day. Not, I'm going to wake up today at four o'clock in the morning and then tomorrow I'm going to wake up at nine. It's got to be a sustainable time that you wake up that's right for you. I wake up at 4.30 now. You wake up at, I don't know what, what exact time, but it's got to be sustainable. And it's the same thing for everyone else. Not everyone has the same sleep patterns. Totally get that. But you've got to be as consistent as possible with that. You're going to see things start to change from there. The next step is how do you take care of your physical health? How do you work on your psychology? Do you meditate? These are all things that if you add them into your day, you do them consistently over time, they're going to have huge results. In the last three or four months, I feel like, and I can see for myself that I've gained a significant amount of muscle in the last couple of months because I'm doing the same thing every single day, basically. Every single day, I'm basically just doing the same workouts over and over again. And not for the purposes of getting big or strong or anything like this, only for the purposes of building my discipline muscle, building my consistency muscle. When it comes to the purpose, when it comes to lifepurpose.com and what we're working on, I talked about earlier in the podcast, the idea of psychology, working on your psychology first. We, or at least for me, I have the psychology of, I'm here to build a business. This is a business. This is going to put food on the table. This is going to pay the bills. Okay. We are a brand. We are a global company because we exist online. We now have an audience of people all over the world that are listening to this podcast. It is my responsibility, whether I feel like it or not, it is my responsibility to show up, edit the podcast, do the work that I have to do, and make sure that it's uploaded every Monday and Wednesday at the same time so that we give our big ones as much value as we can give them every single week, whether I feel like it or not. And these are little things that if you have that psychology, if you say, if you say, oh, it's just a week, that psychology is going to get you nowhere. You've got to treat every workout, every upload, every podcast, every piece of content, every action that you do as a holy act that is going to have resounding effects in the future. Yes, 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 yes. And I believe... A lot of people really underestimate what they're capable of. And they underestimate the power of their thoughts, their words, and their actions. I believe that it is time that a lot more of humanity remember their power and embrace the action part of this. I understand that there is the Wu Wei concept, where it's letting life flow and being as effortless as possible. Yes, I agree. There is a balance to the balance. Yeah. There's a balance between forcing something and then doing nothing at all. And if we've taken that philosophy of we're just going to sit, meditate, and then just let it come to us, I'm pretty sure we'd still be sitting, meditating, and waiting for it to come to us. So there has to be a flow that is manageable that may seem like a little step that we take every single day, but I guarantee you 24 months from now, 36 months from now, 48 months from now, your life is going to be unrecognizable. And I say this also particularly so that our big ones really can understand this concept. There is a lot of magic that happens when you do things consistently over time. It's a lot of magic that, that transpires or that manifests because you have done those things in the faith, in the trust, in the knowing that it would happen. Yes, and I want to add on to this one of the biggest surprising things for me, for Hema, was to realize that it is in me embracing the structure, the routine, the discipline, the order, and the consistency that I am able to experience a much greater flow now at this stage. So 
by embracing the order, the structure, the discipline, the routine, you will soon realize that there comes a great divine flow with that, which I never thought would be actually possible. I have one question for you now, since you brought that up. How did you, or what was the turning point in your psychology where you went from, I'm just going to do whatever I feel like, have all this variety to then actually embracing the structure, the discipline, the routine, the atomic habits. I just innately knew that these aspects were the missing parts for me in order to get to the, ne to the next stage. And I knew innately that I had to embrace more of my masculine aspects in order to get to where I want to be. It's that simple. And just to, just to highlight this, because obviously no one's going to see I've had the opportunity to see some of your journey over the last five years, but I was never in your head. And there may be people that are listening to this for the first time. You said that you embraced your masculine energy, but in order for you to embrace your masculine energy, you first had to heal the masculine wounds that you experienced. So stuff with like your father. Yes. Stuff with feeling abandoned or... Yeah, that I had to heal the disempowered, quote-unquote, toxic masculine energy that I carried, that I carried in my energetic field, in my memory, in my emotional field. I had to clear that out. And that was the thing that I needed to do in the past in order to bring me now to this stage of my life where everything is flowing much easier, where everything has an effortless simplicity to it. It's because I needed to clear out the baggage I needed to free the shadows. I needed to free myself of my own chains so that I can move. You can't move when you have chains on. You can't embrace your purpose when you have chains on. And the chains are the shadows of self-sabotage, not feeling worthy, not feeling good enough, feeling that you're, you're a loser or feeling like you, you don't have what it takes. And the story and the list goes on and on and on and on. You got to cut through these chains in order to live your life with effortless simplicity and to flow and to live your purpose. This needed to happen first as a priority in order to move on with lifepurpose.com. How, how could I possibly be a face for lifepurpose.com if I still carry shackles of shame, guilt, and fear and not feel good enough or worthy enough? How can you empower other people if you yourself are disempowered? Exactly. Right. Because then you would be a fake. You would be inauthentic. You'd be a phony. Exactly. Right. You would be like that person that's saying, I'm going to teach you how to grow your business and make a million dollars. And you yourself never made a million dollars. You don't even know the first thing on how to get a, even a client. You would be inauthentic. So I totally get that. Do you feel empowered at this stage of your journey? I do in many regards, but on the same time, I know that there are still aspects of my own personal power that I still have to fully reclaim and own. And I believe this is a, a never-ending journey for us to embrace more and more and more of who we truly, truly are because our potential is infinite and our souls are so big and vast and it is a beautiful journey to become more and more of who you truly are and to own it and to embrace it. How do you embrace it? How do you become more of who you truly are? That's a really good question. And I believe the answer is different for every person. But for me, it's when I know that the, the more at peace I am with my life and the more good I feel in my own skin, the better I feel in my own skin, the more confident I feel showing up speaking my voice, speaking my truth, and the more free I feel in my self-expression and in my body, the more I know that I'm anchored in my power, I'm anchored and solidified in my power. I feel like the best way you do embrace more of who you truly are, getting your power, staying your power, is by working on it as a habit, incrementally letting it compound. Same thing like with exercising, same thing like with take care of your diet. It's not the one-time thing. It's the consistent thing. It's the consistency game that we have to play. What is a key piece of advice that you can give to the big ones that are still listening to today's episode? 
as a takeaway that they need to start doing now so that their future selves can be proud of who they are and they, their future selves could be proud that they're living their purpose. Develop free, empowering habits and practice these habits consistently every single day. One habit for your mind, one habit for your physical body, and one habit for your emotional slash mental well-being, body, mind, and spirit. Example, one empowering habit could be to move your body every single day, whether it's going for a long walk or working with weights, but just exercise your body in one way or another every single day. For your mind, it could be to read something empowering or to watch or listen to something that lifts you higher, that inspires you, that motivates you. Like the LifePurpose.com membership. Exactly. Or the LifePurpose.com podcast. Because we're here to only empower you and lift you higher. And the third one for your mental, emotional well-being, perhaps get a pet and play with your pet. Like, seriously, we have a dog and she is a great emotional support. So spending time with our dog, um, for me, is a daily practice, a daily habit that gives me a form of emotional well-being. Um, working out every single day in one way or another gives me physical empowerment, physical strength. And for my mental well-being, it is making sure that I simply consume things or be around people or consume content that empowers me and lifts me higher. You've also got meditations. Meditations, stillness, practicing, just stillness. So these are just three examples. And of course, personal examples. And of course, I would also add to this one thing for your purpose. So if you have whatever the topic is, start posting something consistently on a platform that you are more passionate about. Whether it's starting your own podcast and just sharing what you learned, a YouTube channel, making a presentation, because these things are going to add up. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you are not only going to be very well learned in that specific topic but you might also develop an audience mm -hmm. and that audience then you can give that information to and make them experience a shortcut that you did not have and that makes their lives easier it builds your audience and that is a time that that's only with building a brand that takes trust it takes time that takes people listening to you over and over again and you showing up in their lives for for months years they have to be you have to know who you are kind of thing. The other thing that I would say too, and the last thing that I would say is what you do now, like today, right now, today, you will probably not see the result of it until maybe two months from now, three months from now, six months from now. So think about this. If you want to put the future version of you in a much better position, if you want to get into that space where you are living your purpose, where you've worked through your psychology, where you are living your best life or the best version of yourself, start now because in six months from now, the work that you have done today will benefit you six months from now. In the case of what you were saying, how about with the podcast, we've been doing this for a couple of months now. I'm quite certain that it is the stuff that we did a couple of months ago that is showing the results now. And also the things that we were doing years ago or one year ago, starting to work with the medicines, the cacao. Oh, of course. You know. All the work with ayahuasca, iboga, cambo, San Pedro, cacao. Mushrooms. Mushrooms, hape, sananga, it, yopo. It's, it's all of it combined. The emotional clearing, the acknowledgement, the forgiveness work. It all plays a factor, and I believe that it all is now compounded into us becoming the most empowered version of ourselves that we've ever been. And I've been thinking about this. I feel personally that I'm in the best shape of my life, physically, mentally, spiritually, that I've ever been in. That's beautiful. Yeah, everything that you're laying your foundation brick by brick. And after some time, after some months, after some years, you look back at um, what you have built and the bricks that you have laid and you will come to realize that where you once started with laying the foundation has all of a sudden turned into a castle <laughs> or into a beautiful mansion. But you have to take a, a step back 
and go back into the bird's eye view, so to speak, so that you can actually see the beauty that you have created. But when you are constantly just in the doing and laying your brick and brick and brick and brick and brick after brick, you're too focused in the process. So it is good to sometimes take a step back, go back into the bird's eye view and actually look at how far you have come because everything affects everything. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.